This is the podcast where we take our guests through the quirks of their retail habits, from the best of bargains to the times of being completely ripped off. Welcome to False Economy. Powered by Hot UK Deals, the UK's number one app for deals, discounts and freebies. I'm Vince Slayton, consumer champion, shopaholic and occasional comedian. Alongside me is, it's not Paul Watson today, would you believe? Our guest co-host for the next three episodes is a former guest on this show, no less. Clearly, they had such an enjoyable experience that they've returned within weeks and it's definitely nothing to do with a fee. It is the person, the legend, Andrew O'Neill. Hello, good afternoon, or whenever you're listening to your podcast, good that. Excellent. That is the, the, that's the part in the script, Andrew, that we call sparkling gold banter. Gold banter. Gold banter. Oh, I went straight for platinum banter. Sorry. Oh, no. We don't pay enough for that. Cool. (laughs) Tell you what, right? It's nice to be here, isn't it? Don't know if like microphones, me. (laughs) (laughs) How's your week been? I I went to Incineration Festival on Saturday. That sounds like something I'd hate. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you would. You would. But tell you what, though, bargain. You said the pints were £7 ish. That doesn't sound like a bargain. The ticket was 60 quid and there's like 30 pounds on. Well, that is good value. And that's so good. Spirit possession. If you like uh, chaotic uh, black metal. As we and, all do. And, you, and I imagine there's a big crossover with, oh, yeah. with consumer podcasts. Listen to a gentle and, podcast and about progressive, money saving. Progressive underground, chaotic, specifically chaotic. Uh, yeah, spirit possession with my, with my band of the day. You're wearing the merch. I'm yeah. I bought the merch like right at the beginning of the day as well, and having heard them on record, and then they were even better than I thought. So I I queued up again at the merch table to compliment the guitarist. So did you just choose it based on the design then, or did you have prior knowledge? Yeah. Ah. Just went straight in and went that one. I wanted to buy something because I wanted to support the band because they come over from America, and it's only fifteen quid. It's not bad for a t-shirt. That is not bad. Not made by unionised workers, but you know, (laughs) you need no sweatshirts for that. You can't have everything. That's true. That's very true. Oh, well, this is, a, this is a fun vibe for the start. There you go. We're talking about ethical things. Ethical things. Yeah. Ethical things. And on that note, let's meet our next guest, shall we? <laughs> He's a polymath with so many strings to his bow that the easiest way to cover all the bases is just to read out his Instagram bio. So please welcome chef, restaurateur, barbecue nerd, synth enthusiast, author, shouty columnist, and now maker of fermented vegetable things, it's Neil Rankin. Hello. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Did you write that bio yourself? Uh, yeah, I can never, I, I keep on reading my bio. I think I redo it like once every week and I get bored of it and then redo it. And then I'm never, I'm never very happy with it. So what do you consider your job to be? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think I, I changed. I mean, people consider it to me be a barbecue chef still, but that was really only for a few years that I did that. I started off as a, a sort of, I worked in acoustics as a sound engineer for, cool. for, for like six seven years so i studied acoustics and sound design and engineering so obviously the next logical step was yeah and then i did i did this stuff with like conferences and bands and things like that for for years i worked in insurance and then i ran sandwich bars for like six or seven years my mum used to work in a sandwich bar it was good yeah it was was good i mean it was early mornings but then you're (laughs) up by three o'clock it was a nice day and then 
I got into chefing when I was about sort of like 31. Yeah, that's quite, quite late, late to go in. Yeah, it's quite late. Like for the hours that you have yeah. to do to... It's sort of master chef late. You know, it's like those guys <laughs> going, going, I'm going to re- redefine my life and I hate being a lawyer and making all this money sort of thing and I'm just going to cook for the rest of my life. So I did but, with comedy. I was like, I'm going to just step in front yeah. of people and have them judge me immediately, forever, yeah. for you, nothing. Were you, yeah. were you enthusiastic <laughs> and excited about cooking long before you got into oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 i mean i was always enthusiastic about it It was always like a thing so i suppose i had this sort of master chef career without doing master chef <laughs> yeah right you know i actually did it just i just cooked and went into restaurants and started cooking and i went into a french restaurant near me and just was like can i just work for you for free um and then just start doing that i just thought it would be a nice thing to offer yeah. Um, which apparently it's not that nice a thing to offer. You're, you're, you're you're like, still, not when you can't you're, do French. Yeah, you're, still, you're still a massive inconvenience yeah. still for, for quite a while. I can boil some eggs. Yeah, I, I've I can do sandwiches. this. I've made some sandwiches. Yeah, I was just chopping chives for weeks and then so my, uh, my girlfriend at the time that I lived with used to have this cupboard full of chopped chives, like really badly chopped chives. Just like, put them in your bag. Like. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what chives go on. So it's like, like I mean, there's only so many omelettes you can have and so many chives you can put in omelettes. So I was, like, I was like, we'll just keep them. I was like, oh yeah. I don't know if that's inspirational or not, but uh, nonetheless, we'll dive in, yeah. shall we? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so this side of the show works. We've carefully crafted some categories to help us deep dive into your retail habits. Yeah. We want to know about your spending. We want to know about your rip-offs. And I want to we... know about that too. Yeah, well, we'll find out together. We will start with the first question, as we always do, because that is the nature of sequence. Absolute standard. <laughs> yeah. Textbook. We want to know the best deal you've ever got. Recently, I bought this rice cooker and all this, all that training I had in becoming a chef, I can't cook rice. <laughs> and not at all. I mean, really badly. Like, and I've even... I, work as you probably know most sort of Asian food yeah. and stuff like that so yeah. <laughs> I've yeah and I've worked in uh, Japanese restaurants um, but I can't cook how rice how are you winging that were you just bringing in Uncle Ben's like well, they use rice cookers <laughs> so that's true yeah. they do they don't nobody cooks in a pan so I bought this little thing and it's a little panda one off I think it was off Amazon and it was less than £100, but it basically does all the cooking in our house now. Is that because you only eat rice now? No. Well, we, we, have, we have rice bowl evenings, so we make rice, yeah. which is a really convenient thing, but it will keep it warm for you. So you can, like, a, at four o'clock, you can make it, and then whenever we're ready, Fabulous. You, you've got your rice ready for you, and then you just cook up whatever you have. But it's steamed stuff. It also does braises my fiance's making dal on it tonight i say it's the best deal because we could literally get rid of the rest of the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> and just have that and a small room and i think we'd be perfectly happy wow i've got to ask you now as a chef because everyone's going mad for the air fryer what do you think of it is it a thing oh so i, I did a thing so I was, I was trying to do this somebody wanted to do this chip concept a few years ago on air frying and he was like it's going to be this new thing. and So the idea was we're going to set up a restaurant that just did chips coming out of an air fryer. It's going to be a healthy recipe. We went down this whole rabbit hole of doing like vegetables and like carrots and things like that and everything. Everything that went through this air fryer came out shit. So <laughs> I don't know if it's the fault of the air fryer that we had, but we went quite high spec. I don't think they're that great. But I might need to retry them because they might have got a bit better by now. Because people are doing everything the in one, them. The one we've got has got a thing that spins round. Oh, you've got a... You, yeah, I, and I use it for for all... Just about everything, really. Yeah. Like a, like my signature dish is a um, chipotle sausage hash. 
And that's quite nice. And it's oh, so good. Uh, make a sauce with uh, tahini and miso. It's really, really, oh, no. really good. I'll give you the recipe. Recipes yeah. with Andrew that, that done in the air fry, it's, it's quick. It's really easy. Because frying the potatoes, you're constantly watching it. And, you, you know, yeah. you can, and just to get them right... You know, they take they take so long, or you you know. Also, I've got ADHD, so I tend to I tend to time, I tend to time my cooking by smell. <laughs> oh no, that's ready. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, you need one that has got the the thing that turns things around. So I've got a two drawer one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't have to preheat it, and I love that because I I lose interest very quickly. Yeah, I, think, I still think the rice cooker is probably a better. Now you need to get a rice cooker investment to go next to the. Air but it's fryer. not just a rice cooker; it's a slow cooker. I was the ambassador of crock pot for a while. <laughs> Do you feel strongly about crockpots? No, no, but they gave me money. <laughs> We're going to pay this amount of money. Oh, I love it. Of a crock pot. It's like I'm a crockpot guy. <laughs> Clearly, I got one after that, and it's been in my house for. I mean, the last move was when I was just like, "This is just going." Yeah, yeah. I'm never going to use this thing. Yeah, I've got a graveyard of good ideas. A spiralizer, that V slicer that you got on Betterware, where it's like it'll slice anything really thinly, and then I nearly cut my finger off. So that's in the cupboard. That's we had a mad six months of juicing everything, and now that's gathering dust. I've just thrown a juicer out that I bought and <laughs> never opened it. <laughs> right. <laughs> that leads on really nicely to the next question yeah something you've bought because it felt like a bargain but you wish you'd spent more on i'm going to change tact here and say underwear okay amazon underwear (laughs) (laughs) have you ever bought amazon underwear once the worst decision you've ever made because they're just i don't know it's that sort of thing where it's probably some teenager in a room that signed up to some deal from Alibaba or something. It's, 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 he's just he's just sifting across this stuff, and you go, "I need white socks." Oh, he's got like twenty six pairs of white socks, and it's five ninety nine. And then they arrive, and they're just this sort of like flaccid things that <laughs> don't really fill on properly. You just really wish you'd gone to Uniqlo and got the really fancy stuff. And then yeah. underwear. I've just got this disintegrating things of like basically they, they break. So I think you wash them twice and then one day you pull them on and they just go... Maybe and they're then, so cheap because they're disposable. Yeah, I they're know. Like and then you, you go around the whole day yeah. and you're like, yeah. I'm really chafing the entire day. <laughs> and I can have days of pain because of this. And it's all because I couldn't spend, I couldn't fathom the money to spend like £10 on a pair of underwear. That so actually, do you commit hard then? So they were bad and you went, well, okay, we go I'm again. Getting, like sports on. <laughs> well, when you're a chef, so initially like, Chefing is, as we're saying, like it's like eighteen-hour days. It's like sixteen to eighteen-hour days. That's chafing a lot of chafing. Is, chafing is the biggest issue you have in your life. It is. It is above anything else. Cuts, bruises, anything. Like I used to walk back, like sort of John Wayne, back from <laughs> the train station. I've actually walked like that, but it's got nothing to do with restaurants. Sort of recovering, <laughs> and you'd be like, you'd be going to the toilet, and like splashing yourself with water and like there was talc going on there and there's everything but there's no getting away from it. you're in a sweaty kitchen all of the heat is like there and you're, you're on your feet for those 18 hours and it's, it's so i was quite good i was like silky underwear expensive underwear so I used to spend well back then and i've gone back to that now i said i don't need that but i want that energy every day is there a standard chef pant there wasn't what well, I used to go for like it's basically it's gotta be like There's an opportunity you here. You go for like yeah. the sort of sports brand ones that have the sort of silky kind feel. of wicking technology and that yeah. sort of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Something you get targeted advertising for online. The biggest thing I get is soap. 
<laughs> I don't know why. Do you come across unwashed? Well, I get, I get two things mainly. Media. I get weirdly I get those weird t-shirts that sort of fit men that are a bit fat. <laughs> Do you get that? Do you get the, the, there's a weird thing and it's like it's like it's like these guys that like like and there's there's a fat guy and he he's got a t-shirt and he's got a belly which is what I look like when I wear a t-shirt. And then he puts in this other thing and everybody's like, hey, <laughs> the worst average. Has he got a little bit of compression to yeah, it? Yeah, and it's the... like this T-shirt that's apparently well-fitting, which all T-shirts sort of should be. I don't know. It's just like you need a bigger. And I've never bought one and I never will go. But I can sort of see where they're coming from from that because sometimes I put a T-shirt on and I go, nah, not today. But <laughs> but but the soap thing is weird because I've never used soap in my life. I think think I may have used it when I was a child. But we need more information, though. It's just well, like, no, I mean, you, you stop washing gel, your hair and you start cleaning yourself. <laughs> Shower gel, but but there's there's American oh, pads. Yeah. Your Amazon pads disintegrated no, on your body. No, you know, I don't have hair. So He's got just a natural like, musk. Bit, bit, little bit of shower gel does the whole thing. Right. Um, Do you go high end with your shower gel? Yeah, I can. Well, we've got. I'm actually going. We've got um, that nature stuff, the, the refillable stuff at the moment. Oh yeah, yeah, which yeah. Is great. Yeah. But sometimes we go and get the posh stuff occasionally, just when we're feeling like a little perk up. <laughs> Treat yourself, save it for best. But soap I've never used, but but I get it all the time, and it's those American things. It's like whiskey flavored soap and like wood men. scented soap, soap and for stuff men. like that. Yeah. But it's 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 every day I get this, and no, I think it, I must watch it. I think the yeah. trouble is I see these things and they're not for me, but I watch it just go, what the hell is this? Yeah. And then it goes, you like this, <laughs> and, then, and then keeps on giving it to me. Thirty three shows and no one's ever been advertised soap before. This is a brand new. I've definitely, I've definitely unique. seen a couple of. There are ones that are like, they're, but they're so gendered, and it's like, oh, it's soap hugely men. gendered. Men soap for men. It like do you soap do you violence. get normal soap? Well, then you're not a yeah. man. And I thought we'd moved on be, yeah. way beyond this. No, we, you know, no, no, no. Blokes no. are moisturising now. This is man soap for men, made of musk and guns. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they will. They'll get a girl to go and sniff them afterwards and go mm, cordite. Go, do, you, do you like this? And she's like, oh yeah, I like this. You know, and it's like ah, uh, they're usually like whiskey flavoured or like ba- yeah. barrel scented or something. And I'm like, I try. Cask aged not to and... smell like that. That's like, like, usually what I stink like. And I'm like, fuck. Like, like, wake up after half a bottle of bourbon and go, go you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to double down. Fags and booze smell. Yeah, yeah I meant to smell like, like that. Like you've just come out of the pub. <laughs> So you've, yeah, you Bloody dip hell. through to laugh at it and then it's self-fulfilling and you just get more and more. Well, I think, but then, but then I think I got underwear for, like women's underwear for a bit. What could you have been clicking that got you there? Oh, I wasn't going to click it. <laughs> 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 it's just the thing, I'd stare at it for longer than the thing. So they're like, like, he likes this. I'm like, I do, I just don't really want to wear it at the moment. <laughs> You know? I'm feeling really body conscious right now. Yeah, it's a bit too, like if I did, it's a bit yeah, too nice for me. But anything picked out a Uniqlo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So I now want to know about your most frivolous purchase. So something that you splashed out on. You saw it. You wanted it. You didn't need it. I mean, this is the kind of the story of my life. So there's so many to to be involved with this. 
um, I do this all the time. Everything I'm about is frivolous purchasing. I think, think I just you and I see things. Be sworn I buy enemies. it straight away, and I do <laughs> you know that race to get it on like PayPal. You're just like, stop that, stop that, stop. That. Uh, I take it back. So I like, put your phone down. It's Apple like, Pay's ruined my life. Oh, yeah, it's like doing yeah. a shot. You're like, you're like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's in now. I yeah. don't have to press anything. <laughs> I just thought um, of it. It's yeah. now in my house. I spent. I think it's probably actually we were talking about temper earlier on. I think I was. I bought a glass froster to do a martini, which we didn't sell. Um, and I spent £7,000 in it. Yeah, that really does qualify. And we never used it once. And it looked awful when it arrived as well. It looked great in the advert. And then it arrived and it had these little sort of like purple lights coming off of it. And like so has it got a star. window in the front? Is this the idea that it's sort so of like... Basically, it's like this big jar... And then it's a nitrous oxide tank that you need oh, to buy. Right, right, right. Which is the problem because they don't show that in the advert. I think you realize <laughs> you've got to get this thing. And then you sit this on top. And then basically, what you do is you, you get your glass and you go, and it freezes it straight away and it does it. Whereas we had freezers. So <laughs> all our glasses were already in the freezer. We had no need for this thing. And I just went straight because we had a company credit card. It was like a Coots card. So it was like unlimited. I was like, yeah, I'll get that. And people people mocked me for weeks after that. And I think that's probably <laughs> the most frivolous I've ever been. But I don't think I don't think that's my answer. I think I think I think I think air travel. So in general. Yeah, not the not the glass mister. <laughs> no. Because that wasn't a rip off. It was just. It was just shit. That was my fault for, for, for buying it. It was exactly what was advertised. It was just that I was too stupid to understand what was being advertised. That's fully my fault. Personal responsibility. I like that. But yeah, I think. I think. I think. I think air travel. Recently, British Airways. I would say are the worst budget airline that doesn't think they're a budget airline. I didn't realise you could get free booze on those. They don't get... tell you. They're like, oh, tea, coffee or crisps. And then the woman next to me, after I accepted tea last week, the woman next to me asked for a gin and tonic. I wanted to throw the tea in his face. I'm so angry with him. <laughs> I thought we were vibing, me and this uh, yeah. air host. And then they all had them. As soon yeah. as she did it, every everyone on the plane was gin and tonic but me and my poxy tea. We went out to Turkey. It was like four hours, four and a half hours there with Turkish airlines, which were lovely. And you got like a full three course meal. You got you got a little TV screen, so you got to pick your film and stuff like that. Lovely little journey. The new thing they do, which they tell you to pay for your bag, that apparently you're not supposed to take a bag when you go on holiday, and that's apparently an extra to have that downstairs. I don't know what how what the service like is for your bag, but but the bag. <laughs> For on the way out there, it cost like 20 quid, which is like, okay, whatever. And the way back, it was 250 quid. Is the yeah. bag getting the sandwich that's that a, you don't have for yeah, me? That's a bait like, and switch and a half, isn't it? You can take it there for 20 quid and it's 250 to Turkish take Airlines it home. their way, be yeah. on the way back. God, they wow. strap it into first class and it's seat. It's <laughs> reclining. I think, I think the bag's down there having a whale of a time. It's <laughs> like next to David Tennant. In the yeah. <laughs> the whole airport airplane experience to me is just horrible because I'm from hospitality so I'm like everything we do is about making you feel loved everything you do and an airline experience even though it's cost 10 times the price of going out to have dinner is about making you feel inconvenient inconvenient <laughs> yeah, you're, you're perhaps a criminal and a threat yeah, yeah. Like, oh you're a criminal I'm like like I don't you know you get shuffled into this whole 
sort of like cattle thing where you're just going this way, even though there's nobody in the queue, but you've still got to work 10 minutes. I'm sure <laughs> they've got a camera up there just laughing at you sometimes. <laughs> Once recently, this guy came out, it was, it was Gatwick, which is, I think, the worst. We came up these stairs and this guy just put on, he just put these things out. Like like those barrier things out, but he just did it in a circle and then went that way. It was like there was there was literally no point to the being there, and clearly he didn't know what he was doing. So he just came out and just did this thing, and of course everybody follows them as you yeah. do, yeah. you know. And then was like, like, what what is this for? And then suddenly, and then somebody just came over and went, no 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 no, this is not the right thing. But they basically just do that to you. They just kind of like edge you yeah. here and there, and you have to walk yeah up and down, up and down on your own. And you're, you're suddenly a drug smuggler for the day even if you're not, because you just feel like there must be something, what's well, something in my yeah, bag? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Yeah. Thing, why has it gone down there? Yeah. Right, it's time, Andrew. Oh, it's your first time Ooh, playing on this side. It's the quick fire round. Oh, God, okay. It's a competition. I'm going to give you three items. Okay. And you have to guess the price. Oh, shit. You're playing versus each other. Okay. Now, Andrew is not much of a consumer. no. You're a reluctant consumer. Yes. You do consume, but you feel bad about it. That's right. Neil, we, we've heard about you. So uh, this is going to be interesting. I'm just a bad consumer. <laughs> <laughs> All that money wasted. Yeah. Where's that glass froster now? <laughs> Where is it though? Seriously. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Right. Okay. Item number one. It's a soup maker. It's more specifically the Murphy Richards 1.6 litre soup maker. Fresh homemade soup in as little as 21 minutes. An easy-to-use LED countdown timer display and dual program to suit your taste, chunky or smooth. Like I like my ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Smooth. Or smooth. One of the two. I I don't want to dig into that, so uh, we'll talk about soup again. (laughs) Soup again. Uh, I reckon that costs £220. What? I mean, it's a lot of soup. But... Oh my God, it's a convenient thing if you're into Yeah, it's like okay, a run right. in the mill kitchen brand, I think. It's I think not you're like going to knock us out of the park today. I think about 54 quid. All right. Yep. Yeah, you were way off. Yes. It's 84.99 okay. to make 1.6 litres of soup at a time. Where, where is this on Amazon? On the murphyrichards.com oh, okay, right. website. So, what? I mean, do you just put all the ingredients and some water in and it. Isn't that a pan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but does, does it blends it? Ah. Is it like a heated blender? I've got a pie machine that I bought from Argos. It was twi- this, oh, this, I love this those. Was, this was going to be on my thing. It was twenty one pounds. I've got. Uh, I've used it to get a contract with the um, Premier League to make pies. <laughs> wow, using a pie maker from Argos. Pound. It's better than the pies that they're making. <laughs> It's amazing. It's like a toasting machine. So you sort of put the pastry in, yeah. it's hot, and then you put your filling in, you close it up like a toasty, and you open it up and you've got a pie. It is amazing. It's honestly worth it. It's called Progress as well, the brand. And you feel, you really feel that in your boats. It is Progress. <laughs> it really is Progress. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's honestly, get one right now. Press that, press that button. You've got it. We might not have an Amazon rainforest in 20 years, but we're going to have pies. <laughs> they are really cute as well. Okay, so we're going to the other end of the spectrum. Okay. Uh, fees for Eton. How much does it cost a year to send your little darling to the breeding ground of some of our country's most powerful and awful men? Per term countries. or per year? Yes, countries. <laughs> 
Yeah, per term or per year? That's uh, a good question. It is uh, for a full year. 70 grand. So that's three terms. I reckon it's 70 grand. Yeah, it'd be about 20. <laughs> yeah, you're probably about on the money there, I would say. I would say 100 grand. Okay, uh, well, good good news. Yeah. If you're interested <laughs> in sending a child there, it's, it's a bit cheaper than that. How is it? It is a uh, bargain, £46,296. Oh, is that right? Is that all? Not, but you having said, in. there is a £400 registration fee, yeah. a £3,200 joining fee, music lessons are not included in the term fee, and they cost up to £680 a term. So Yeah, I, I relatively recently moved to Oxford and was looking for a therapist online, and there's loads of them that specialise in people who went to boarding school. Yes, yeah, I went to yeah. boarding school. Yeah, right. Yeah. Made you the consumer you are today. <laughs> well, he went for a few years. I don't think I was quite affected by it, but some of the kids in there were not right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like very anyway, rich. But anyway, they're not. all rich now. <laughs> yeah. But they were probably rich before, weren't they? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, that's good value. And uh, third item, a paintball tank battle. So with little toys that... No, you know, like paintballing like stag weekend from hell style oh okay so paying for you're in a tank tank. oh my god after an initial practice driving session and full briefing each mini tank is given 200 paintballs and battle commences in yorkshire (laughs) a million pound is what i would pay for that (laughs) this is for how many many people uh per person per person how long do you get to do it for oh that is a good question like a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think 200 paintballs last that long. I know because I went to the driving range and I was like, 80 balls, that's loads. And they were gone. Right. I was begging other people to yeah, let yeah. me. And I wasn't even doing a good job. I was just rolling them off the ends. <laughs> I tried hockey. I tried all sorts. In the end, I was just throwing them in. Um, but yeah. So yeah, 200 paintballs. However long 200 paintballs right, okay. takes. I'm assuming like a half a day, two hours. I mean, they're always, you should know, because they're always... They're always standing around these guys in trestle yeah. tables somewhere, aren't they? Like yeah. they're always yeah, yeah. everywhere. It's a hard they've sell. Got a little, like, little table like up going combat, <laughs> combat stuff all over it. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> Next to the guys with the Qurans. <laughs> yeah. It really hurts. Well, the Quran. The paintball. Oh, right, but the Quran, I imagine, would hurt if you it hit someone on the head with it. Fine, if you find it out of a tank. <laughs> Which I, th- which, I believe they, which I believe they did in the Afghan invasion, but that's a, that was a that was a whole propaganda tactic. Um, I reckon fifty quid. Okay, fifty pounds. Any advance? Oh, I think a bit more. I don't know. I mean, eighty quid. Neil, you got the point for that. It's fifty-five pounds. Do you know what? what? I said 50. You said 50. Oh, you did, yeah. I said, 50. I said 80. I wasn't paying attention. Oh, well. <laughs> Do you know what? In my head, I'm driving a tag with a little hat on. Has <laughs> the tag I'm got sh- the hat on or have you got I'm the hat on? Sh- both of us. Is it just hats? <laughs> it's hats all the way up. Okay. Both of us. And I'm right, shooting okay. the people I hate point blank in the face with a paintball. Wow. wow. With a paintball full of my spite. Well, I'm, I must remember if I ever get invited to paintball with you, what category I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you Do you want to come paintballing with me? Not now. <laughs> but Vix, they're on your team. I don't care. I'm on my own team. I'm a team of one. Vix is born for her own balls. I didn't think she liked those people. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you the only one with a tank? Especially if you yeah. <laughs> I thought this was a brunch. <laughs> Andrew? Yeah? 2-1. It's your first okay. your first game playing for the house team and your first win. I've, I've never been paintballing. I've never bought a 
kitchen thing, and I've it didn't go to definitely didn't <laughs> definitely didn't go eating. That is the that is the ends of the questioning. Um, what have you got to sell us, Neil? Oh, what have we got to sell? You? I don't What's know. What's going on? I work for this company, Simplicity Foods. We we make vegan food. There's not much we can sell because nobody can buy the stuff. Like <laughs> that's the problem. It's not in retail yet. If so. we just ask everybody to ask for it, though, so just like- go to all these restaurants. Like like go to restaurants and and say, is this burger Simplicity Foods burger? And then they say, no, just leave. Yeah. I think that's Why, how's it better? Because I've, I've been vegan since the 90s. Yeah. So I was vegan way before this revolution of... Yeah. of Crap, of accessible, out. yeah. I mean, it's you know, you're yeah, like you're access- vegan. accessible. Well, you know what? I'm not anymore. Um, <laughs> but but it it's been it's been so wonderful to see. And so, what's better about your burger? What makes it different from the Moving Mountains burger or the or the other ones? It's made of completely different stuff. So it's made of vegetables. Mainly. Okay, and fermented vegetables. So we make like a kimchi. Right, 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 right. And then we we mix it with like a really nice miso, which we also make ourselves. Fabulous. And- and we put wheat flour that we buy, and it's all UK, European ingredients, and we, we make it and we cook it like bread. And, like, Tim Spector's really on board with how good it is for you, and people enjoy eating it, too. Yeah, right. Like, we're, we're in sort of Michelin-star restaurants. We're also in sort of Paul Ainsworth buying us, Gordon Ramsay's buying us, Tom Carriage is buying us. We're also in local pubs and fast food restaurants, so it's healthy. Is it um, meaty, or is it it's good food? We're not trying to copy meat we're just yeah, trying to make yeah, something yeah. taste nice yeah 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 and and it's nutritious so we've sort of gone down the other route of going let's not copy something that's already flawed yeah there's not enough of that like moment. meat's shit like let me clarify that <laughs> let me clarify that as somebody who's written Barbecue books about it and opens <laughs> 90 percent of meat or 98 percent of the meat you eat in this country is terrible yeah as in, it's overcooked, it's dry. Like, meat, once it's gone through the whole supermarket process, tends to be pretty shit. You know, most meats you have in pies, things like that. They're, you know, they, they've been overcooked. Most chicken burgers you have are dry. Most most burgers are, are overcooked because you can't have them rare unless you've got certain systems involved. Like, we didn't, we didn't temper, so we would buy the whole animal and we'd cook it in a certain way that we could serve a rare burger. You can't. And so, well done burger is shit. It's terrible. It's dry. Like, if you open up a McDonald's burger and eat the burger, it's shit. It's not nice. It's not a nice thing. I challenge you to go into your favorite burger place, unless it's bleaker, which is really good, and take that burger out and eat it without any sauce, nothing in there, and just go, is that a delicious thing? It's not. So look out for Simplicity Meat. If it's not in your local restaurant, burger place, ask for it. That yeah, is tell, the, them, tell, them, the tell them they should with. have it. And Andrew, as a guest, anything you'd like to plug very quickly? Uh, or my, just a, a vibe that you want to check? My podcast uh, is called The Inadvisable Trapdoor. It's very, very, very strange. It's really funny, though. Okay, good. Right, that's it. As always, thank you for listening. And thank you for uh, being my co-host, Andrew. Thank it's you for having me. It's really been, fun. It's delightful. I'm glad I've won the, something once in my life. Yep, that is, you don't get anything for it, just the glory. Yes. And at least 10 people will know. <laughs> and a glass froster. <laughs> I've got one of those for you. I'll get it. It's in the back. Be a prize next week, sure. <laughs> if you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review it. That's the listener, not you. I do not want your opinion on this immediately after the record. If you didn't enjoy it, you now have 30 days to return it. For a full refund, terms and conditions apply. Bye.